The Church of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, welcomes you to this radio broadcast of Shi'ar Jeshub, which in Hebrew means, A Remnant Shall Return. I'm Patty Scalzo, and today, my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, will be teaching from his in-depth Bible study series on heavenly authority. In the current sermon, Pastor Greg has been continuing the teaching on respect for authority and the limits of that respect. And when we left off last time, we saw how the Lord Jesus did not lead a rebellion against the corrupt high priest and Sanhedrin, but rather humbled himself, submitting to their authority and even to the secular authority of Rome to carry out his redeeming work for mankind. Before we rejoin the message, let me remind you that you can find information about our church, as well as a library of Bible study programs at www.shiarjeshub.org. There is even a link to bring you to information about Pastor Greg's compelling new book, The Nature and Power of Prayer. Now here's Pastor Greg Scalzo. God would bring the solution for the corrupt Pharisees, the Sadducees, the Sanhedrin, and even pagan Rome. The Father would deal with them. And the result of his submission at the resurrection we read in Matthew chapter 28, after he humbled himself in such a way, it says in verse 18, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority, not just some, not just a little, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. He humbled himself, and now he is greatly exalted. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Go, therefore. All authority has been given to me. The Lord Jesus Christ submits himself, and then he receives all authority. Everything is placed under his feet. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, Let this mind be in you. So have the same attitude. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the very form, being in the form of God, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery. That means something to be grasped, something to be held on to, to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, 
and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. He is Lord over all. All authority is given to him. He is placed over all the creation in heaven, on earth, under the earth. He is the judge of the living and the dead. He humbled himself. He made himself a servant, someone of no reputation. He became obedient to the Father, even to the point of death. He submits himself, and the Father exalts him. And he has all authority now, and what does he say? Go therefore and baptize. Teach them. He gives authority now to his people because he humbled himself. And Paul says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. We are to have a humble mindset. We are to have a servant mentality. We are not to be troublemakers. We will make trouble when we speak the truth. The world, the demons, shudder. And ultimately, they will crumble. But we are not to be outwardly, purposely, a troublemaker against the government, against religious leaders, against authorities. We are to have the proper and give the proper respect due, even though most of the time the people we have to do that with don't deserve it. Certainly the Sanhedrin did not. Certainly Annas and Caiaphas did not, and Pilate did not. With one word, he could have called down fire from heaven and destroyed them all. But that's not the spirit he was of. There's a time for everything. Sometimes as Christians, we forget the time that we're in. There's a time of grace to bring people in. There will be a time when God will have fire come down from heaven again. He humbled himself, and now he's exalted. And now his servants, he gives authority to his disciples. And let's look at his disciples. Let's look how they proceeded, how they responded to authority. Um, Paul, in Acts chapter 22, is taken prisoner in Jerusalem as he addresses the mob, as he's preaching the gospel. The Roman commander uh, becomes afraid when he hears that Paul is a Roman citizen. And in verse 30 of chapter 22, the next day, because he wanted to know for certain why he was accused by the Jews, he's confused the Roman commander, what do they have against him? He released Paul, he released him from his bonds, and commanded the chief priests and all their council to appear, and brought Paul down and set him before them. Then Paul, looking earnestly at the council, said, Men and brethren, I have lived in all good conscience before God until this day. So he's giving a proclamation of his innocence. That's all he says. Men and brethren, brothers, I have lived in all good conscience before God until this day. And at that, verse 2, when the high priest Ananias commanded those who stood by him to strike him on the mouth. Hit him. He shouldn't say that. Now Ananias is another high priest. He's appointed by one of the Herods around 48 A.D. So this is after this is towards the end, obviously, of Paul's. Paul from here will go into captivity, prison, into Rome, ultimately. So this is long after 48 AD. But at 48 AD, Ananias, this man we're reading about here, is made a high priest. Josephus, in his writing, says that he's a typical Sadducee. He was haughty, wealthy, and unscrupulous. 
And later on, because of his political associations with Rome, when the war happens, the rebellion happens, in 66 AD, the Jewish-Roman war from 66 to 70 AD when they destroy the temple, right? The Jewish mobs, because they see Ananias so associated with Rome, go out, grab him, and they murder him. He's hunted down and he's murdered. So God deals with Ananias. He deals with all these people in their time. Right now, at this point, he's a high priest. And he says, take Paul, strike him on the mouth for what he said. What did he say? I've lived in all good conscience before God until this day. Then Paul said to him, God will strike you, you whitewashed wall, for you sit to judge me according to the law, and do you command me to be struck contrary to the law? Paul has a good mouth. We know that. Paul can talk. Paul can defend himself. Paul can get righteous indignation and anger. And he calls this man, you whitewashed wall. You sit to judge me according to the law, and do you command me to be struck contrary to the law? Well, why is that contrary to the law? In Deuteronomy chapter 25, you get a picture of what authority should be like. In Deuteronomy chapter 25, verse 1, it says, if there is a dispute between men, and they come to court, and that's what's happening here, right? Some of the crowd doesn't like what Paul says. There's an uprising. The Roman soldiers take Paul into custody because they want to prevent the, a mob scene. And now they're getting the different parties together to try to find out what's going on. If there's a dispute between men and they come to court, that the judges may judge them and they justify the righteous and condemn the wicked. If there is a dispute between men and they come to court, that the judges may judge them and they justify, a judge should justify the righteous and condemn the wicked. Then it shall be, after he hears the case and makes the decision, if the wicked man deserves to be beaten, that the judge will cause him to lie down and be beaten in his presence. And they would give the no more than 40 blows to the person that's the criminal. It's not right what's being done here. You don't punish someone before you hear the case. A fair judge desires to do justly, to hear the facts, understand the facts, justify those that are right, condemn those that need to be condemned. Paul is condemned before he starts. Jesus was condemned before he started. In John chapter 7 and verse 50, the chief priests, the Pharisees are together again. They're looking to have Jesus arrested. They send men out to arrest him and they don't do it. Uh, the officers come back and they say, no man ever spoke like this man. And then Nicodemus says to them in verse 51, does our Lord judge a man before it hears him and knows what he is doing? The basis, the just basis of the law of Moses is you have to know what's going on. If you're a judge, you have to listen without partiality, hear the case. And they answered and said to him, are you also from Galilee? Search and look for no prophet has arisen out of Galilee. That's it. He's guilty. And if you say anything else, we're going to charge you with being a follower of him. And so a lot of those that believed in Jesus, like Joseph of Arimathea, like Nicodemus, became quiet out of fear. They were sentenced before they were tried. So Paul is right. Paul is saying that which is correct. 
They're acting unlawfully. They're abusing their authority. They're not judging justly. But now look what happens in verse 4. And those who stood by said, Do you revile God's high priest? Then Paul said, I did not know, brethren, that he was the high priest. For it is written, You shall not speak evil of a ruler of your people. Paul basically apologizes. Ananias, when he comes, is probably not in his high priestly robe. They gather this council together quickly. He seems to be just one of the council. He doesn't appear to be the chief priest. Paul, as we know, has been out of the area on his journey, so he doesn't recognize him by sight. So when he says the truthful words, God will strike you, and God does strike Ananias, you whitewashed wall, and he is a whitewashed wall, for you sit to judge me according to the law, and do you command me to be struck contrary to the law? He's speaking the truth, but he doesn't realize he's saying it against the high priest. And so he says, I did not know, brethren, that he was the high priest, for it is written, you shall not speak evil of a ruler of your people. Otherwise, he would not have said it. We'll leave the sermon at this point. You can find information about our church services and a library of programs for serious Bible study on our website at www.shiarjashub.org. That's S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B dot O-R-G. Pastor Greg Scalzo's new book, The Nature and Power of Prayer, 30 Bible Lessons to Effective Prayer That Will Change Your Life, is available in paperback and hardcover and in ebook format for iBooks, Kindle, and Nook. Join us next time for Shi'ar Jashub.